Hello everyone and welcome to Bobby's Bites. So this week's Parsha is Parsha's Naso, which begins with describing how the leaders of each of the tribes brought their sacrifices. And they were all identical sacrifices. But another one thing that's discussed in this week's Parsha is the blessing of the Kohanim. And the Rebbe discusses this specifically with Rashi's comment on this commandment to do Birkas Kohanim, the blessing of the Kohanim that we do every every high holiday for Ashkenazim and every day for, for Sephardim, but that the Kohanim, the, the priests, have an imperative to bless the Jewish people. And it says, say to them. So Rashi has, so he has three comments on this. First of all, he says, say to them. This he has an issue with. He says, because say is written in not its usual form, it's written verb-like. And he says that rather this way that is written is similar to remember and to safeguard. And then he comments that say to them, the word the to them part is so that all of them will hear. And then the word itself, a more to say, is said, he he comments on it said it's it's written in its full way to signify that a person should not that the Kohen should not bless them hurriedly and in a frenzy, but instead with full intention and with a whole heart. Now the now the reason for three of them is not immediately clear, these three expositions and these three kind of statements, right? So one that they that that's that say is similar to like remember and to safeguard and that to say to them is so that all of them will hear and that the word itself fully is that they do that you shouldn't bless them hurriedly and instead you should have full intention of full uh, a full concentration of a whole of a whole heart but rather we learn something out from each of these things the first is that that you should safeguard and remember the way these things are used so that you should remember the Shabbat and that you should keep it holy, refer to two different observances with respect to the Shabbat. That's kind of where the, the phraseology comes from. So to, to remember the Shabbat is an act that when you remember something, you actively call something to mind. When you safeguard it, you're just watching, you're observing, you're passively standing. Then when it comes to the point of doing something, you have to do something, you have to then act. But you're on guard, you're passively on guard. So this is action and passive, but also it qualifies the word amor, meaning that it's an actual commandment. And it implies something about the commandment. And it's this idea of it's infinitive, it's continuous. So this idea of birkas konam, while it's not actually continuous, while it's not actually meaning you don't you don't do it every single day, right? And even if you do like a, like sporadic Jews do, it's only a specific period of periods of time. So it's not continuous in that way. And so this is similar to this idea of Shabbat, where you know Shabbat happens once a once a week, right? So that's remembering it. Right? Remember you do it, right? And then Shemur the whole rest of the week. You observe the Shabbat. How? By working. Because it's only a break from the Shabbat. Sorry, it's only a Shabbat if it's a break from the mundane. And if the whole week is a, is a Shabbat, then what do you have a Shabbat for? So it's this contrast that necessity, this contrast that creates the whole. It's an, an interesting idea. And then this idea of say to them, well, that is 
say to them so all of them will hear you. But the emphasis is on that they will hear you, right? So it imparts this importance on the listener, right? So there's this imperative that the Kohanim should command. Sorry, not command, but the, the Kohanim are commanded to give this blessing over. But the command is also that there is a listener, that they can't say it alone. Right, that there is someone else there who will hear them. And then secondly, and then lastly rather, the, that the fact that the word is sudden full, so they should not be in a frenzy and hurry the blessing, so that they should say with a full concentration, a whole heart, this adds on to, this, to the second part, which is what? That the listen, that, that, that the Kohen, should bless each individual, right? So it said it first that the coach should bless them in a plural manner, right? But then the actual blessing, Hashem should bless you and He should protect you, right? But those are singular. So, so that the Kohen should not be overwhelmed with this aspect of each individual, of blessing each individual, right? He shouldn't be overwhelmed that because he has this big job of blessing the entire congregation, and the entire congregation has to be there, right? So he shouldn't be in this frenzy, and instead he should dedicate and devote his entire intention, his whole heart, to each and every single individual. And this is an individualist aspect. So he needs all the people there, right? They all need to be there, because he has to bless them, because it necessitates that. He, ha- he cannot say it alone for all of them to hear, but not only that, but that each of them should hear the blessing. So yes, it's individual. Each individual is receiving their own blessing, but they should all hear the blessing that the Kohen is giving, uh, meaning and coming to this idea of bittel, which is nullification of self, that yes, each person is getting this blessing, but this blessing is contingent upon of all of them being in a community together, of all of them being in one place together. And not only that, the Kohen can only give the, ble- can only give the blessing if they're all present. Yes, he has the power to bless, but who is the blessing for? Who can, how can he bless if no one is there to be blessed? He has this power, that power, but that power is latent. And furthermore, it's continuous in this aspect, this idea of Amor. It's continuous in this aspect of inf- in- infinitive because it is God who allows the cone to consistently have this power. And it's God who protects the the recipient who receives this gift. Like the verse says, once the robber comes against him and takes the gift from him, what benefit does the gift have from this? What benefit does he have from this gift? So once the, once the Cohen who, who is giving this gift, right? Gives it to the Jew, to the Jewish people. What benefit is it to the Jewish people if they lose it? If it's not, no, it, it's God who's protecting it. And this is this continuous aspect. But this continue, this continuous, this circle of blessing, of, res, of blessing and protective receipt, of active giving and, and passive reception, but that's continuous in holding onto it, is only fulfilled and only potentiated and given into existence when the whole is fulfilled by the Kohen being present and telling the entire Jewish people, giving the the Jewish people who are present there, 
giving them over the blessing and who has the intent and full heart giving over to every single individual and every single individual is there and listening to the to the blessing that each other and they're aware that everyone is getting blessed and they're and they're aware that it is only because of them being a whole one fundamental unit that they're able to receive this blessing and they're able to receive it individual individually and it's only and it's only through that through this dissolution of self through this nullification of self that there is this unity yeah the kohen is the is, is the priest he has he has an esteemed position but without a person by which to wish to, to to espouse this blessing well what's this what's this power of being of being able to bless worth and the same the same with the jews if they're not together if they're not united the israel if they're not united well then they can't receive that blessing and that it won't be protected and this comes into the full theme of the parsha i think which is that you know every single individual is counted Sorry, not counted, but the leaders of the tribes are counted, and they all bring the same sacrifice. But yet, it's important to mention each individual, though they're doing the same thing. And it's because each person, individually, has a significant position in the grand scheme of things. But alone, if they take, if alone they're insignificant. Alone, the Kohen can't bless. Alone. A Jew can't receive the receive the blessing without his his part without his counterparts, without him hearing that everyone else is being blessed. This is like a band, and I, I like to use this analogy often because I think it's true. A band, if what and this is true throughout the ages of rock and roll, lahavdo, right? Where as soon as somebody becomes egotistical in the band, band falls apart. Famously, Pink Floyd, the lead singer of Pink Floyd. He, his name is Roger Waters. His name should be erased. But he said, no band can ever match my lyrics. And to say such a statement, I mean, come on, he has his own band. The guitars is incredible guitars. The drummer's amazing. They're all incredible in their own right. But to say that no band can match my lyrics, and it's no wonder that the band fell apart because who can match such an ego? Where such an ego stands, no man can stand. Right? No, nobody, there's not enough room for anybody else. Right? But it's in this harmonious synthesis of people being completely themselves and hearing each other, being aware of each other. right? Because we don't all need the same blessing. We all need different things. But when we hear and we're, we're, we're sensitive to each other's needs, well, first of all, we can help each other. Since, uh, second of all, we're not jealous of each other. We, under, we, under, we understand, you know, this person needs this, this person needs that. And third of all, we all recognize our role in creating this, this, this cycle, this, this unity that is achdus uh, amongst all Jews, a unity amongst all people that allows God's word to be present and manifest. <laughs> and it's truly a beautiful thing. And so it's only when, and I think it's important to recognize in the world today, everyone's emphasizing their individual identities, all these, you know, I don't want to say, say the words, but whatever, all these different identities and all these different things. And they're saying, you have to be respectful of this, you have to be respectful of that, and to putting other people down. But that's not the point. They're, they're missing the point. Yeah, you're, you're, you're you know, in some way, you there's there's a correct idea here, which is that, you know, everyone is important and valuable. 
And that's true. But to demean others and to put others down and say they're, they're worth less as a result, well, that takes away the whole point. The whole point is that we need every single unit, every single piece of the puzzle is exceptionally important because without it, the world doesn't work. With, without it, the blessing doesn't work. Without it, without it we, can't, we can't create a, a divine realm for God here on earth because every single person is, is significant. So that's my take, I think, on it. And we, we, it's, it's really important, I think, you know, to, to, to recognize that we all need to hear each other. We all need to recognize the importance of the unity of all people and that every single person has a divine imperative, a continuous imperative that's given for him by, by God. It's all. And just like, as I was saying in the band, like a band, that there's a time for each person to have a moment where they're playing the lead, where they're, where the, whether it's the guitarist, he's playing the solo, whether it's the pianist, he's playing the solo, the drummer's playing a solo, but together they all make this whole, this song, and each person has their moment, and I believe it's in Pergavos that there's no man without his hour, there is no person who doesn't have his specific mission, his specific point where he is relevant. And it's only everyone else that makes that relevant, that that person relevant, because without it, we don't have the background of the song that allows the person to do their guitar solo, to sing their song in in in, in a voice that complements the rest of the noise that's happening. Because it's not just noise, it's not chaos, it's order. But we have to look at it like that. We have to hear each other. We have to recognize the importance of each other. So l'chaim, l'chaim, that we should be leaders, but at the same time, we should also be receivers. We should recognize when it's our point to lead. We should recognize when it's our point to be. And, and, and to be sensitive to when it's somebody else's point to be the point guard. L'chaim.